when we think about that, it requires devotion on our part <clears throat> to those things. Excuse me, I'm having a heck of a time with my throat this morning. But anyway, example that will bring out somewhat is that uh, things that were devoted to the Lord, some of it in the Old Testament, some of it in the New Testament, we know that the Lord required devotion, and that's what he told the, the disciples when he, they said that, Lord, we have left all to follow you. There was a devotion there that was set forth. We know some faltered sometimes. Sometimes it was a, a situation where it, it was a great difficulty, as in Paul's situation and others of the apostles that uh, suffered, John and others. But we know that even as it gives us representation of the the saints in different places, Paul talks about of the persecution that they had, that the of the things that they uh, suffered for his sake, for other people's sake, that were brethren of theirs. And so when we think about that, we can look over in uh, Leviticus chapter 28, or 27 rather, 28 would be somewhere else, wouldn't we? Not 27 chapters, but in Leviticus 27 and verse 28, it says, Notwithstanding, no devoted thing that a man shall devote unto the Lord of all that he hath, both of man and beast, and of the field of his possession, shall be sold or redeemed. Every devoted thing is most holy unto the Lord. When we make that commitment to follow the Lord, that of his doing, not of ours, but that he guides us in that, that we have a desire to be devoted to the things of the Lord. <clears throat> and we uh, think about things in a different way, that we, in uh, the business that we carry on, in other ways that we set forth an example of devotion, not only to those that are outside, but those that are inside. And so we... We desire that we would be able to exemplify that to uh, all those that we're around, to encourage those of the church and those even in other churches when we go to Bible conferences, whenever we have them here or we're in communication with them uh, and things that Brother James does on this prayer letter thing he sends out is a great encouragement to a lot of people. And I think that shows some great devotion on his part is how quickly he gets that out. So that's an example to us as well. But the Bible speaks in several places of devoting things to the Lord. Uh, usually we find this word associated with things in the Old Testament uh, economy of sacrifices. It speaks of the best, the first of all things that belong to God. <clears throat> and those things were to be set apart, set apart or consecrated unto the Lord uh, by his people, and it says in many places, willingly, not of a, uh, it's even in Exodus chapter 35 and 5 through 9 where it's talking about the things that were brought for the tabernacle. It says, take ye from among you an offering unto the Lord whatsoever of a willing heart, let him bring it. <clears throat> Whosoever a willing heart, excuse me, I can't read this morning. An offering of the Lord, gold, silver, brass, blue, purple, scarlet, fine linen, goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, and badger skins, and shittim wood, 
and oil for the light and the spices for the anointing, anointing oil and for the sweet incense and onyx stones and stones to be set for an ephod for the, <clears throat> and for the breastplate. So it's talked about things that were precious in people's sight, these riches that they had. But it says, whosoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it. And so we, we <clears throat> do that in ourselves too. We, we say that uh, when we love the Lord that we share what we have. But really we're giving him back what he's given us, a portion. So <clears throat> it's really all the Lord's. As he says in many places that the earth is his, the cattle on a thousand hills, and many other ways that he said that everything is his, that we only give back a portion of that that he allows us to use and to prosper, that we might give more and that we might do things. Many times we see that we, we do real well on something that maybe we thought we was going to do mediocre on, and the Lord provides that we can share it, whether it be, say, a garden or things that we have that we work for a long time with a goal, but we have that goal <clears throat> that we might share it with others. It's like, just by example, not putting it on me, but I raised calves for 10 months so I could give them <clears throat> to my grandkids and my, my kids. <clears throat> and that the Lord was in that because they grew a lot more than what I thought they were. You know, but it was that example, not just for us, but for them. Yeah. Because a lot of them not in church. And, you know, that I tell them those things, and <clears throat> hopefully... Excuse me. Hopefully, the Lord will bless it, and that it will be prosperous in that respect. But we know that in that scripture it says, "Notwithstanding, no devoted thing that a man shall devote unto the Lord." So, what do we devote unto the Lord? Do we not desire that we have our lives devoted to the Lord? And we have teachings in the New Testament that really teach the same thing that uh, of that that we have, whatever it may be, to the best and first is to be the Lord's. And the devoted devotion to the Lord begins with what a man is led of in the Holy Spirit. Those things that were within that, that brings a deep care for that icon that we have that's called the church. The Lord Jesus Christ is the church, and we're part. We're the church, but as a an icon before other people, it's this building. But it should be us, and that we, as we, uh, are participate and part of that institution which Christ instituted. He's the head, and we represent Him, and so that devotion that we have shows up when we come here on Sunday when we have special meetings, when we go out and knock on doors, or whether we uh, share what we have, as in the case of Brother Hilly, and others that we've shared with, and, you know, our Brother Samaru for the church down there, and things like that, those are things that shows the devotion that we have. And sometimes we get to thinking about it as, you know, maybe a charitable act or something, which it is, but it still is something that, <clears throat> the Lord calls us to do to be devoted unto Him, and that's part of what He says that we're uh, <clears throat> created unto good works, and that He calls us unto good works, and those good works are s set forth 
even in Christ as he healed the sick. He doesn't say anything about saving them a lot of times, but he healed all the sick. He fed them and things like that. So it, it shows that goodwill, that good work that he did even to the lost. And it says that they are blessed in many places. They, it rains on the good and just as well as it does on the evil. And we know that's not a quote, but we know what we're talking about there, that the Lord is in control and all people are blessed. But it's blessed, I think, because he blesses his people most of all. The other people benefit from that. So our devotion is to him. And in Mark chapter 12, verse 29 and 30, it says, And Jesus answered and said, The first of all commandment is, is, is Hear, O Lord, <clears throat> hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. And this is the first commandment. So those things that are... Uh, that first sets forth that devotion are the things that he's put within our heart, the things that were from within us. And that, uh, as Paul talked about when he was going to take a a gift on the behalf of some that was uh, less fortunate in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 too, he said, Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay lay by him in store as God hath prospered him, and there, that there be no gleanings when I come. Well, when we think about the first day of the week and we lay in store how God has prospered us, it's how he's prospered, prospered us here in his work, how he has given us a greater insight or a greater desire to learn. Those things are all prosperous according to the Bible for the God's people. And we know that as he tells us that we... Uh, should desire that we ought to have these desires we see in in the letters and that the apostles wrote that paul wrote and the, all the things that we read about that where uh the lord creates within us that desire and then gives us a command really to implement that desire that we <clears throat> do things as we would desire to, as he would desire us to. In first and Second Corinthians 8, in verse 5, it says, And this they did, not as we hoped, but first, talking about this gift that Paul was talking about there, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. So these things that they did were out of the pleasure of God that he put within their heart and desire of their own self. They had to be first committed within the inside, on the inside. And God, as he uh, presents these things, and Paul talking by the work that Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ did within him and desired that he would do and set forth before these other people, <clears throat> he also points out that these people had a devotion to God or else they would not have done this. And the scriptures speak, speak of the devotion of God to us and what ours ought to be to him. And as we see in those uh, many of those Jewish sects, they had a devotion to the institution, that Jewish economy. They Some had the devotion to an icon or a structure, the temple. Some had a devotion to the power that they wielded, the Pharisees and such, and the, the the uh, position that they had 
because we know it, it said in one place uh, talking about if men followed the Jesus, the Romans would come and take away their place, and that was appointed a lot of times. And so we see in today's society much the same. People are devoted to church, but not unto the Lord Jesus Christ. They're devoted to the uh, icon that they see or the uh, the activity of the church to uh, the membership or maybe even as to a club like a uh, an activity place and we see that a lot in things going on today and very little of people come to a small church that actually looks at the way the first century Christians carried on their activities and so when we see that you know the activities uh, uh of the membership and activities of all these things are really just self-satisfying and uh, they get a uh, self-gratification a lot of times and it usually begins with I. I participated in this or I did this or I uh, was active in this club, you know, and I'm in this group as I think Southern Baptists have small groups and I know some people in those, and they always talk. start off with I, and then it comes to we. But you never hear them say anything about the Lord, hardly. I mean, very very few times right, do I anyway. So really, we, uh, in our activities, heart and mind, ought not to be I, but it's the Lord. Amen. You know, if the Lord wills, we'll do this or that. And <clears throat> if the Lord guides these things or puts it upon our heart, as the Lord spoke to Moses about what he should do, and then he was devoted in that process of getting the 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 uh, <clears throat> that sanctuary prepared and all the things according to the detail that the Lord had given him, the pattern that he had given him. <clears throat> and we have that same pattern in the New Testament about how the church was uh, presented by the Lord Jesus Christ as he called people out. And then as he uh, set these people, sent them out to uh, preach the gospel, and he gave that command over the end of Matthew about that he would be with us and that we would <clears throat> work to go out and propagate the gospel throughout the whole world. And that, so <clears throat> in uh, the way that we see in many of the New Testament scriptures, the we see that uh, the example set forth of doing things in sincerity and love in Second Corinthians uh, chapter eight and verse eight. I'm gonna not read all these scriptures because I don't think my throat's gonna hold up to it. But it says, "I speak not of by commandment, but by occasion of the forwardness of others, and to prove the sincerity of your love." And he goes on, for, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that through though he was rich, yet he for your sakes he became poor, that ye through the, his poverty might be rich. And that, <clears throat> and that through, though he was, uh, excuse me, and herein I give my advice, for this is expedient for you who have begun before, and not only to do, but also to be forward uh, as a year ago. And again, he's talking about that, that gift, but he, he says, Now therefore perform the doing of it as 
as there was readiness to will, so there may be performance also of that which ye have. For if, if there be a willing, first be a willing mind, it is accepted according to that man that hath, that that a man hath, and not according that he hath not. So we, uh, not giving anything to the Lord, we're not talking about as far as what I'm talking about, but the, we have a willing mind. That's brought about by the work of the Holy Spirit. But in that willing mind, then we begin to have devotion that, to the things that the Lord has commanded us to do. And that we <clears throat> uh, look at the, the definition, the American Heritage Dictionary says, feeling or displaying, displaying some strong affection or attachment. We have a strong attachment and, and uh, affection for the Lord Jesus Christ, but it, I think it's a lot deeper than what those words uh, you know, can set forth. But it says to give or apply one's time, attention, or self entirely to a particular activity, a pursuit, cause, or person. And part of that would be what we see other people doing, but it also can apply to us when we have it to a particular person. And that brings about the pursuit of the cause or the uh, particular activity because we have that devotion to the Lord Jesus Christ. And a devotee is one who adorantly devoted to something or is enthusiastically uh, an enthusiast or advocate. And so we advocate what the Lord says. When we do it enthusiastically, we enjoy that things that the Lord has set forth before us and that he's put within us and that he uh, is the the whole focal point of all that we should do. I know we as people, we get deviated sometimes, but our whole thing that we're dedicated to is him and we're dedicated to uh, learning a portion of his word and so that we can apply it to our lives that our devotion to him is in the, the spirit of love and the same mind of Christ and that's what it, it talks about that mind of Christ in the New Testament and some of the writings there that men should be uh, of the same mind as Christ and as we were studying the other night that these two uh, ladies and uh, <clears throat> the Philippians that we studied, that they were to be of one mind and they were to be helped to be of one mind. And so in that thought, we help one another to be of that one mind in the Lord Jesus Christ that we as a church might be wholly devoted to the Lord and those sacred things that he has taught us and that we desire to do the things that he has taught us within the, the scriptures that we learn and from what we see and hear of him that we might emulate him in, in that devotion that we have for him. It says, and concern for all these other things that people uh, do and have, and us included sometimes, Romans chapter 14 and verse 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that, for he that in these things serveth Christ, uh, for he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace, and things which wherewith one may edify one another. 
So that, that devotion that, say, one of us has, it may be a little bit stronger in some area, study or presentation or whatever it might be, is an encouragement to others and, and to even specifics because we may it may stand out to one more than it does the other and encourage that one, and thereby he can encourage someone else in the devotion that, that the Lord calls us to have. And <clears throat> when we think about that devotion we have to the people of the church, God's children, it says in Romans chapter 15 to 1, and we then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. And so that's part of the devotion we have to the Lord that we would look at things in that light that we are not really our own, as it says over it, but we're the Lord's. And so therefore we are <clears throat> called to that devotion. We use that word a lot, but I mean, it's something that we ought to think about just exactly how devoted are we? How do we look into the things of the Lord on a daily basis, maybe multiple times of the day, that we listen to his word, that we apply it to our lives, and we sit and consider it, even as Brother Jim this morning brought out these these small details, but those things are important. How things go about, the words that are used, the things that may maybe don't sound right to us were to investigate, the things that maybe we uh, hear that intrigue us, that we look into. And that's really what uh, this teaching is about, that we would have that desire to look into God's word, that we might be, as as, uh, Peter said, that after his demise, he would be reminded of these things that we that even the things that we already know, that we might gain a little more knowledge about them, to, to, that we might be more devoted to the Lord. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 15 and 10 says, And he called a multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand, not that which, which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth a man. Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after after they heard this saying? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They, They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, they both shall fall in the ditch. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Declare this parable to us. So even as the Lord taught, these people that were devoted to him, following him, they desired to learn more. And as he set these things before them, he encouraged them. And we know a lot of probably we don't have every word that he said in in here. We don't have every proverb he might have said. But we've got the ones that's recorded for us that we might learn and see the truths of what he's talking about here, that these men had that desire to be devoted to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we know that Peter faltered sometimes, and I'm sure that others did, and that uh, they had the desire to learn, even as those it was uh, that at one time they said, Lord, increase our faith, increase really increase our desire and our understanding of what we have, that we can look to you 
in a such a way that it pleases you and it benefits the cause that you set forth to us. And that's spreading out the, the word of God and <clears throat> that his people might be uh, brought in. So Jesus was talking more of than what was eaten when he was talking about that goes into the, uh, comes forth from a man. He was speaking of the purpose or the intent of the heart and that abundance of spiritual uh, direction with which one acts. So, and we, we know that is gained, that understanding through our desire to study, our desire to listen. And uh, sometimes maybe listening is a little harder than reading. But, you know, sometimes it, it may be uh, get a little uh, tedious or a little monotonous on certain things, but we know that the Lord has set these things forth over and over and over. So it's not something that ought to bore us or it ought to give us a, a more uh, something that would intrigue us, want us to look into deeper. Uh, as one place in the Scripture it, uh, it uses... Uh, Oh, I can't think of the word, uh, but it means really to look with depth and to see, like we might read one scripture and we don't fully understand it, but we look at another one and we start seeing the depth of these things, or we read over it several times. Uh, as I've been trying to read through uh, the Psalms again, and it, I get to some of them that I have to listen to them three or four times as I'm listening, reading, but I'm also listening to it. And I see things that are at a greater depth, and then it brings to mind other things. that I may not can quote the Scripture or go turn right to it, but I know that I've read it. I know the truth is there. Yeah. And so as the Lord teaches us those things, and we see how He's cared for us, it gives us at greater devotion unto him. So we know that <clears throat> excuse me. Isaiah over in chapter forty, verse thirty one, we can't do everything at one time. We can't comprehend it all at one time. But the Lord said over there through Isaiah, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. And if we think that applying that to our daily lives, uh, we have weaknesses at times. We have uh, tribulations that come up. We have uh, things that we would call uh, just horrific things such tornadoes or something, but it may not be that. It may be something that's more uh, within us or within the family that would be equivalent to that in our emotions and our actions and our thoughts that <clears throat> the Lord says if we wait upon Him. That again is part of that devotion that we're not uh, jumpy, you might say, that we're not re reaching out on our own to solve these things but we pray and we wait upon the lord and he says he will renew our strength sometimes that's just in the renewing uh, of our patience or of our <clears throat> ability to speak or maybe our ability to keep our mouth shut sometimes and sometimes that you know the lord provides those things but a lot of times we see that as we look back over our shoulders what happened yesterday what happened this morning or what happened you know a month ago that uh, the Lord 
teaches these things, and he says we'll mount up as with eagle wings. You know, an eagle flies high, but he also comes down low. And sometimes he comes down low <clears throat> to feed. He comes down and catches fish, catches a rabbit or whatever. But then he scores up high again, and usually his nest is in the mountains. So we have a lot more mountains and high times than we do low times, but those low times are those things that Isaiah is talking about here. And we keep on going. We keep running. As it says, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. It talks about in other places, you know, that we're beaten down, we're, we're persecuted, but we're not giving up. We're not just put out of everything. The Lord brings us through those things. And so it's, it's true whether we do works or we speak out with prayer, seeking the Lord's will, or our mouth is uh, sometimes our adversary, but sometimes our mouth is... Uh, advertises the depth of our understanding and our devotion to the Lord because of what we say and maybe what we don't say and what we don't do. And they often sometimes don't match. And that's one of the things that we have to be devoted to, to as James talks about the taming of the tongue and the things that we uh, desire to speak, only the things that the Lord would be pleasing with and that we uh, are careful about those things. Even James had an article one time about the idle words. Sometimes we often have idle words that are not very honoring to the Lord. But when we think about men in the Bible that the Lord sets forth, even as over in Hebrews 11, and uh, we're not turning over there, but he talks about Joshua, he talks about Moses, and, and others there that were devoted, and we know we read in the scripture where they had faults, where they failed at certain times, but yet they went before the Lord seeking forgiveness in their devotion to trying to do what the Lord said as best of their ability, that they <clears throat> prospered in those things and that they encouraged others in their devotion. Even as Moses and Joshua both talked to the people about their uh, Joshua said, you know, as for me and my house, we'll follow the Lord. And uh, Moses spoke much of the same thing. And, and others in the Scripture have talked about those things, how they followed after the Lord with their whole heart, with all that they had, as best as the Lord provided for them to do so. And we know that uh, he provides sufficiently. Sometimes we don't take advantage of those things like we should. But when we think about those things that the Lord tells us in our devotion, and we face all the trials and troubles. Paul said in uh, Romans twelve twenty one, be not overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. And we know the Bible has said, and the Lord Jesus Christ said, that there's none good but God. And we know as he walked here, Jehovah's Witness don't believe this, but the Bible says in, in John ten thirty that I and my Father are one. And so... That's our example of devotion, how he devoted himself, that he <clears throat> set forth that devotion as an example to us when he went to the cross. He suffered in the Garden of Gethsemane, <clears throat> sweated great drops of blood, and then he shed his blood. The Bible says he didn't open his mouth when he suffered all these things because it pleased the Father. He was devoted. But he had, it says also in Romans that he 
he saw he had a joy that he saw facing you know after that and he faced all these things with a joy knowing what the result would be and that's the same thing we ought to do whatever we face we know that there's going to be a great result and therefore we can joy in the lord and we can enjoy our devotion to him that that we might be able to uh really to uh i guess be uh, seen with that title of Christian that we are devoted to our Lord Jesus Christ in such a way that when people see us we don't have to have a signboard on each side but they, <clears throat> by our whole life that we exemplify Jesus Christ and by that we set them an example